Alright, look at Psalm 65. We're just going to look at this real quickly. This is just an intro to kind of whet your appetite here. And um, I came across a, a worship song this morning um, that was based on this verse. And so you may get to see that in the coming weeks. But, but I thought this was such a fitting... summary of 2014 verse 11 says you have crowned the year with your bounty and your paths drip drip with fatness and so I don't know how much of God's blessings you have experienced in the natural this year and I'm sure various ones have experienced different levels or whatever but I don't think anybody in here could could not say that God has blessed them more this year than last year, or the years before, so on and so forth. And so, even, and let me just say, through all of this, if you're saying, well, if you're in here saying to yourself, and I hope you're not, but if you are, that's fine to be honest, say, well, I haven't experienced all this, i got all these problems. Okay? We've, we have studied Thanksgiving, and we're going to mention this a little further down here. But there's bound to be something God did for you that this year, He's done everything for you, but there's bound to be something that manifested this year that you could focus on and say, you know what, without that, I wouldn't be here today or I wouldn't be what I am today or I wouldn't have seen what I saw or did what I did or experienced what I experienced. And so I'm encouraging you today, focus on those things. I know there's, I know we've all had trouble in 2014. I'm not trying to mask that over or cover it up. But when I look back over the year and I focus on what the Lord did and a lot of things that I didn't see is probably my fault that I didn't either believe uh, for, I didn't receive, or I didn't exercise my faith for. And so, but, but there are things that, that God has done for me that with a little faith mixed in, I did receive this year. And things that He intervened when I was too ignorant to do anything about it. Uh, He had angels intervening for me. And I know He did for you too. So I'm just encouraging you, focus on that. But don't get discouraged if you hear things that you didn't experience. Just say, well, praise God, if He did it for them, He must be ready to do it for me too. Because He's no respecter of persons. But hes I think this was good. He's crowned our year with bounty and our paths drip with fatness. So if you hadn't experienced that in 2014, make this something you can say at the end of next year when you look back. Say, even, even along the way, I look back where I came and, and the paths just dripped with, with fatness and, and with bounty. That'd be a great thing to say. All right, look at Psalm 20. We're going to spend some time in Psalm 20 and 21 before we share here just a few minutes. Psalm 20 verse 5 and this is kind of the the key that kicked this off for me when I came across this verse it says we will sing for joy over your victory and in the name of our God we will set up our banners you ever sang and had joy over your victories that's what you should do is David was writing this and it says he wrote this to the choir director <laughs> so that I will take that to mean that the choir director took this and they all did it as a congregation that they sang 
and had joy over their victories. And in the in God's name, they set up banners. I wished we had banners in here hanging on the wall that had words on them of all the great things that are part of our salvation, all the things Jesus did. But if we did, we'd, we'd be rallying in those banners. You know, some some places they you know they carry banners in parades that that are things to remind you of or to tell you about. A lot of churches they'll have uh, processionals and recessionals with the choir and the people, and they'll they'll come in behind the cross and banners, and it's a big celebration. So just picture that in your mind that that's what David's talking about here as to how we celebrate what God has done, celebrating our victories. So that's what today is going to be about, is celebrating our victories. Well, how do you celebrate? Well, it says here one way is you sing. And so we've done that. If somebody wants to wants to break into song here in a little bit when it's your time to testify, that's okay too. Uh, but it's with your voice that you give victories. It, it's hard to... My chairs are going up here. I usually have two chairs. But if I, if I was... If I say, okay, I'm going to celebrate my victories. Would you think I was celebrating my victories? <laughs> Maybe I am on the inside, but this is talking about on the outside. Banners and songs are not on the inside. You've got to let them out for it to do anybody any good. And so, I'm encouraging you. You think I'm getting you ready so you share your victories. But anyway, it's a good thing. I'm wanting you to know that. And so... That's what we're going to do. Now, I want you to, before we read a couple more of these scriptures, I want you to get out your goal sheet. Did everybody get one of these passed out to them in a little booklet? And so, if you did, and there's, there should be enough for everybody in here to have one, the youngest to the oldest. And it's up to you what you do with it, but I want everybody to have one. Okay, so you'll see on page one, that's page one, by the way, with the church logo on the top. Page one, at least temporarily it is, page one. The very first thing on there is a place for you to list the things that manifested in 2014 that you believe for. And so whether or not, and I say this each time because I don't want you to be limited, whether or not it was something you put on the inside last year, and you could check off and say it came to pass and you put it on here and that's what you're supposed to do. But it could be things that maybe you didn't put on your goal sheet, but that God did for you. It's okay to celebrate those too, those spontaneous blessings that God gave you or those um, things he, he did to rescue you in a, in a bad situation or to get you some provision when you needed it unexpectedly. Any of that is... Now, hopefully, you'll say, well, that's not enough room. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Get you another sheet of paper, or, or, or you can use a little bit of your room on the back here if you want to, but there's a purpose for that, too. But list as many of these as you can. Say, well, I know all that. What's the purpose of listing it? The purpose of, of listing it is, is that during 2015, after we fill out the inside here, and you're going through the year believing for your goals, and, and maybe the going gets tough. And maybe the, you're, you're feeling a little discouraged because you hadn't seen much progress. Maybe it's July and you hadn't seen not only half, you hadn't seen hardly anything come to pass. That's the time to pull this back out. And say, because the devil will try to tell you, oh, you, 
you're not gonna you see any of that happen. That's just a bunch of stuff and 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 you, you know, you're not good enough. Your faith is not strong enough to see this stuff come. Pull this right back out and say, well, all right, Mr. Devil, just sit right down for a minute. Let me list off for you all the things God did for me last year. And so you get him on the trail. And then, but the greater thing about that is that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. You, you speak these things that God did and reminder to yourself back again, it will encourage your faith for what you're believing for on the inside. And hopefully will stir you up again. So anyway, this is very important to have this part recorded. So we're going to look at a couple more verses, though, before we get into this. And then at the end, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do with the rest of the goals booklet. But look at, we looked at verse 5. Look back up at just a second. I want to just because we passed this one by verse 4. It's not the focus of today, but it says, you can be thinking about this for next week, may He grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your counsel. So lest you think God doesn't want to see things manifest for you that you would believe for, for for the year, focus on this verse for a minute. And here it tells us that God wants to give us our heart's desire. He wants to see your counsel fulfilled. The counsel He's given you, the Word of God that's counsel to you, that you're taking and standing on. Because when we get to setting these goals, we don't just pull stuff out of thin air. We pray and let the Holy Spirit lead us to the Word of God, and we stand on the Word that we want to see accomplished for things specific in our life. So that's the counsel of God. There may be some wise counsel that you've received from, through men from God that will be part of what you want to see come to pass in 2015. Maybe it's something your parents are speaking over you. Maybe it's something that a teacher or somebody who's, who's been mentoring you has spoken over you or is speaking over you. That would be good counsel. And if you'll receive that, see, it would be a blessing for for you to look back in the next year and say, I counsel came to pass. I took that counsel and it made a difference. And so God's wanting you to get that. He's wanting to give you the desires of your heart. So then we got to verse 5 that says, we'll sing for joy over our victories and in the name of God we'll set up our banners. And then that verse ends with, may the Lord fulfill all your petitions. See, it's God's will. You need to get this in mind before we get too deep into setting goals. It is God's will to, for Him to give you the desires of your heart, for Him to see your prayers manifested because He's already paid the price. He doesn't have to go do something. He, Jesus is agreeing with you beside the throne of God and interceding for you to receive everything God has for you, which is everything. You remember 2 Peter 1 3. I know you do. All right, look at verse 7 down here. It says, Now I want us to bring this into modern day, so we might substitute some words here in your mind as we read this. But it says, Some boast in chariots and some in horses. Okay, we don't drive those today. Um, so some people will boast in their in their cars, their vehicles their homes, their, their material things that they, that they would say they've earned, that they've 
uh, accumulated. Really, it's not because if God didn't give you the ability to to have the the smarts, the wisdom, or work with your hands, you wouldn't have anything. You'd probably be out on the street with no nowhere to 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 live or, or food if you were just totally on your own. So that so that's a misnomer anyway. But some people boast in in things and boast about you know a lot of people at this time of year are thinking about the year that we're ending and they're boasting in all their accomplishments you know they might have had a instead of a goal list they might have had a goal list but they might have had they might have had resolutions or they might have had um, goals of what they were going to accomplish and recognition they were going to get and they would be boasting of those things well I made so much in salary this year and I I bought this vehicle and that vehicle and and we sold one house and moved to a bigger house and yada 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 and all these things I did and got recognized for that's not what we're talking about here <laughs> but you know and I know some people boast in those things right in fact most people boast in those things probably a lot of Christians boast in those things if we were in churches today and we were little mice listening in <laughs> here and there to the conversations that were going on but what does it say in contrast we do? It says, but we will boast in the name of the Lord our God. Because without Him, you wouldn't have anything you have. You wouldn't be anything you are. You wouldn't have any hope of anything that you're wanting to believe for. So keep that in mind. Is that even when, you know, I'm believing y'all are going to get all of these things that you're going to put on here manifested before end of March. Okay? And so when all that happens, don't come in here boasting in how wonderful you are that all this got accomplished. Remember, you're going to boast in the name of the Lord. You, you can fill out another one of these in the middle of the year, you know that. You can finish this one up, get everything manifested, and go start on another one. I don't, doesn't matter to me. That'd be great. But when you do, let's boast in the name of the Lord, who is your provider, who is Jehovah Jireh to you. And remember that, that that's who we boast in. Not our own selves or our own pride. Look at Psalm 21. should be on the same, maybe on the same page or right over. Verse 1 says, O Lord, in your strength the king will be glad, and in your salvation how greatly he will rejoice. So, in the strength and the salvation, the arm of the Lord, which is the, the power the, that we saw things come to pass in, says the king rejoices and is glad. Now in the New Testament, it says we are kings and priests under the new covenant with Jesus. So, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to rejoice and be glad in the strength and the salvation of the Lord. So that's the answer to your question there. Who's supposed to do it? Well, the king. Well, who's the king? Look in the mirror. It's you. You're a king. Amen. All right, look at verse 13, the end of this chapter. It says, Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. So when you've seen the power of God manifest in your life, like I said, whether it's through one of these goals that occurred or whether it was just, you know, angels came on the scene and rescued you from some, you know, idiot that's out here just about to run into you on the on the highway or something um, 
That's the power of God manifested on your behalf. It says we'll sing and praise Him for that. And we should. And so that's what today's about as well. All right, then in 1 Corinthians 15, 57, it says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. A couple words there I want you to pay attention to. One of them is, thanks should be to God. And I mentioned this earlier, but I want to remind you, when we studied Thanksgiving in here a couple months ago, end of October, 1st of November time frame, and we learned what true Thanksgiving really is, it's you speaking out of your voice, declaring or in song, whether word or song, declaring something about the wonders of God, the greatness of God. So it says here, but thanks be to God. And so, he's due thanks. Our thanks should go to him. And it says, who gives us the victory? He doesn't give you the calamity. He doesn't give you the, the sickness, the disease. He doesn't give you the torment. He gives you what? That's a question. He gives you what?